The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Temple Fuel Podcast. I am your host, Monica. If you're new and if you're not new, welcome back. Thank you for bearing through each and every intro. <laughs> um, I hope that you guys are doing well. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Happy June. Like I feel like I was just saying happy May and then I was saying it's the end of May and here we are at the beginning of June. And like I said, I feel like this year is just moving through pretty fast. I feel like we're going to look up and we'll be through summer. Um, but we just got to do the best that we can to take advantage of it, you know, get to the pool, um, just just have a good time, you know, with everything that is going on in the world um, to the best of our abilities. Right. Um, to just, you know, soak up this, the rest of the year. Like I said, it is it is moving. It is moving fast. It's finally summer. Um, it's hot. It's warm. I appreciate it. I appreciate the longer nights. I appreciate the early mornings. Um, I appreciate it. And I'm just going to give you guys a heads up. I have my windows open, so you may hear a little bit of the outside element. Um, but it just feels so good. I want to keep my windows open. So I hope you guys don't mind. You know, we're pretty informal around these parts anyway. So bear with me. Um, but hopefully you guys should still be able to hear me. And, you know, you just might hear a little bit outside today. But I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that June is getting off to a good start. Barely a week. Again, but nonetheless, I am looking forward to June. I know God is doing great things. He's going to do great things. And I'm just excited. I'm excited every month. I know I say that, but God is constantly working and constantly moving. So it's always something to be excited about, you know, no matter what we're going through, no matter, no matter what, it's still something to be excited about. We have hope in Jesus. So I'm super excited. I'm excited about this uh, episode today want to just really jump right into it super super excited i wanted to take my time with this episode and i think it's so ironic god is just so good i mean you know i'm aware of what's going on but when god was even working with me and giving me um this particular topic you know i wasn't fully realizing just how close we were to pentecost sunday just how close we were, you know, and God is just so strategic and I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself and that's okay. But God is just so strategic in what he does and how he does things. I mean, he knows he's smarter than us. He knows how to inter intertwine things. He knows how to, to plan them. He knows how to set them up um, so that they all just work together. And, and it just confirms the scripture that God works everything together for our good. And he did just that with this episode. He does that with every episode you know, like I said, I'm aware of, of the different holidays and things that are going on. Um, not a pro edit or anything, but I'm aware. And just, you know, sometimes you're just so focused on, okay, God, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Um, that you don't even realize just sometimes how things flow, but God does, <laughs> God does. And so I hope you guys are doing well. Um, like I said, let's just go ahead and jump right in. God is strategic. I know that you're going to be blessed. I've already prayed over this episode. I've already prayed over you all going to keep praying over you all i appreciate you guys make sure that you like make sure that you subscribe that you follow that you share with someone you can share with someone just by text message uh depending on what platform you're on you can share that way you can share word of mouth you know word of mouth hey referrals go far 
So definitely make sure that you share this with someone. My prayer and hope was to make this episode as simple as possible because it's important that we're able to explain we as Christians, believers, the body of Christ, kingdom believers. um, That's what I'm talking about when I say we. It's important that we are able to explain what we do and why we do. It's not enough to just talk about the traditional pieces. It's not enough to just tell people, well, you know, or you've been to a church or you know how they do, but we need to be able to explain. So let's go ahead and jump in so I don't get ahead of myself. But um, who is the Holy Spirit and what can having it really do for me? Who is the Holy Spirit and what can having it really do for me? So wanted to talk about, like I mentioned, so ironic that God gives me this and has been working on me, you know, all through the week leading up even to Pentecost Sunday. And I wanted to just talk just generally about that. That's not the pet, the message that we're going to focus on today. But the Christian holiday of Pentecost that we are celebrating right now is celebrated on the fifth on the 50th day from Easter Sunday. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and the other followers of Jesus Christ while they were in Jerusalem, celebrating the Feast of Weeks as described in the Acts of the Apostles, in the Book of Acts, basically. So the Christian holiday of Pentecost is celebrated on the 50th day from Easter Sunday. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit. So it celebrates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and and the other followers of Jesus Christ while they were in Jerusalem, celebrating the Feast of Weeks as described in the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles. And so we are leading up, we are in that week of celebrating Pentecost Sunday and we're going to talk about who the Holy Spirit is and what can having it really do for you what can it do for me what can it do for us and so what I want to mention and I kind of dove into that a little bit is God is complex but he's not so complex that he's too hard to love obey and serve Okay, and I think sometimes, you know, we hear, well, you know, and we know this is true. The word word tells us this, you know, that God, you know, his his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And that's true. No ifs, ands or buts about it. You know, his concept of time is not like ours. Why he does things, we may never know every detail because he's sovereign. He's all knowing. He's powerful. You know, he formed us. You know, he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. I mean, he's just all knowing. And so God is complex. But he's not so complex that he's too hard or too difficult to love, obey, and serve. And I want us to get that. And like I said, you know, I'm sent here to keep it simple. I'm not going to, you know, I I ask God to increase my awareness, to increase my knowledge, to give me more knowledge and power about him. However, I'm sent here to make this as simple as possible so that you understand it. And so you can serve God and be a disciple, walk in your gifts and callings and experience his love, experience his benefits and serve him. That's what I'm here to do. I'm not here to make this hard. It should never be hard. God is complex, but he's not so complex that he's too hard to love, obey, and serve. Okay. And I just want to make sure we sit with that. And through this podcast, I may be taking pauses and things like that because I just want to make sure that I'm leaving room for God to speak. I'm not rushing any of that. So understand that God is complex, but he's not so complex that he's too hard to love, 
obey and serve. Don't get twisted up in the fact that God is 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 so powerful and all knowing, which he is, that you feel like, well, I'm just not smart enough. I can never get this. This is too much. Look at all the books in the Bible. Well, look at them. How do they, you know, don't let yourself get overwhelmed to the point where you think that you are too dumb, for lack of better words, or too anything or less than that you can't serve God. That's not true. That's a lie of the enemy. That's a, a plot and a plan to try to distract you, to cause you to never even attempt to pursue God more. And if you're pursuing them, it may try to, it's an attempt from the enemy to try to distract you. So I want you to be encouraged that God knows how to reach each of us where we are. He does. He knows how to reach each of us where we are. You're not too anything to learn God, to be in God, to serve God, to obey God, to walk in his, his plan and purpose for your life. So I want you to understand that uh, God is not too complex that you can't reach him and you can't learn of him. So wanted to just spend some time on that and let you guys know that. So who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? So the scripture refers to the Holy Spirit as a person and it's Jesus' spirit that he sent here to earth after his death burial resurrection and ascension and i want to run down this list of all the things that who the holy spirit is to us you know who what the holy spirit can be and there's i'm not even naming everything here but just through research and through studying what i found the holy spirit to be and i want to give you scripture references this is going to be a lot of scripture today of you know confirming what god has said and just giving you proof and always you know encouraging you guys to go back and make sure that you read for yourself ask god for discernment revelation interpretation all the things getting your bible studies and grow in the word so john 14 and 26 but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that i said to you and that's john 14 and 26 so the holy spirit is a helper a teacher and a memory God, as well as a comforter. He's a teacher, a helper, a memory God. So if you're saying, Lord, I, I can't remember this. He will bring all things into remembrance according to the scripture and a comforter. And a comforter. John 14 and 26 knocks all of those things out. First John 5 and 7. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Who else is the Holy Spirit? Well, he prays for us. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That's Romans 8, 26. Then Romans 8, 27. And he that searcheth the heart... The hearts knoweth what it is, what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He prays for us. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It also gives us joy. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit. First Thessalonians 1 and 6, the Holy Spirit gives us joy. The Holy Spirit convicts and corrects us. John 16 and 8. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. 
The Holy Spirit speaks for us. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. It speaks for us. And that's 2 Peter 1 and 21. That was the New King James Version. This is all New King James Version. The Holy Spirit leads us. Romans 8 and 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit, these are sons of God. He leads us. The Holy Spirit transforms us. That's 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. He transforms us. The Holy Spirit brings freedom. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Second Corinthians 3 and 17. The Holy Spirit, he lives in us. And I want to say when we invite him in and accept him. And I put that clause in there because it's important to make sure we rightly divide and discern the spirit, the scripture. He lives in us. First Corinthians 3 and 16. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? Now, God is a gentleman. He's not going to force this spirit on you. He's not going to force himself into you. You have to accept him. So we have to understand he lives in us when we invite him in and accept him. And that's 1 Corinthians 3 and 16. He gives access. The Holy Spirit, he gives access to the Father. I want us to be make sure we understand that, that there is no going around Jesus to get to the Father. It do, in no capacity does it work that way. <laughs> so I want us to understand he gives access. He, as in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, the one that God sent to the cross to die for the sins of the world. He gives access to the father. We don't bypass the father like someone we don't want to talk to, you know, and say, well, I'm not going to go through them. I'll go through someone else. It doesn't work that way. He, Jesus, gives access to the father. And that's Ephesians 2, 17, 18. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through him, we have both. We both have access by one spirit to the father. The Holy Ghost, he renews us. That's Titus 3 and 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. And there's so many other scriptures uh, that I can mention. So many others. I mean, this is just grazing the surface of all of the things that having the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit does for us when we accept, when we allow it to. Um, I could just, that's just grazing the surface. Um, and I will include as many as I can in the show notes. But let's get into more of this. Let's get into the meat of this. And so I want to address a couple questions that people may have. Um, like I said, it's not enough at the beginning of the podcast um, for those of us who are kingdom citizens uh those of us who are christians those of us who serve god it's not enough to just say well you know you know somebody were to ask us explain this to me we have to be able to explain we have to be able to explain in a sense layman terms again god is complex no doubt about it you know his ways are not our his ways excuse me are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts absolutely there's no if ands or buts period however we do have to be able to explain to those who may never have been in a church 
church. We do have to be able to explain, um, you know, just we have to make sure we're even sure in ourselves. You know, if we are new in this walk, we need to be able to know why we are doing what we are doing. You know, you should not be doing anything, anything because just because of someone else, you know, we and especially in this particular walk, you need to know it's all about relationship. And I've talked about this before that this this whole Everything we do is about our relationship with Christ. You know, it's not just doing works. It's not just doing, uh, you know, actions as far as, you know, just going to church or doing these activities. It's our relationship. That is our core, our relationship with Christ. You know, we need to know why we are doing what it is that we are doing. So I want to, I really sought God and asked him to really just help me break this down for you. Maybe if you have to explain to someone your spirit field and you really don't know how to explain it, um, or you are on a journey and you're asking God, you want to be spirit filled. You are new in your relationship with Christ. I wanted to, I really, it was really important to me to ask God to just help me break this down in layman's terms. Um, basically, you know, as simple as possible. If I had to explain this, if you have to explain this, you know, I really wanted to make this as simple, um, um, you know, as it can be as complex as it is, but as simple as it can be so that we're able to tell others, you know, help them and then help ourselves as well. Um, if we are new in this thing and then even to just remind ourselves of what we do and why we do it and, and get an understanding of, you know, tradition and, and just various things. So, um, a couple questions that if you may have, you know, or if someone may ask you, you can, you know, be better explain. So you might be thinking, you know, after all of this, let's say that you are new um, to the faith. Okay, perfect. How do I get it? How do I get the Holy Spirit? That's what we're talking about today. Remember, our topic today is who is the Holy Spirit and what can having it really do for me? And then we're going to branch off into, you know, if you have questions, if you're like, okay, how do I now, how do I get it? How do I get the Holy Spirit? Now, traditionally speaking, I'm going to break this down as, as much as God, God gave me revelation. So work with me, stay with me. Traditionally speaking, if you've ever been in any church, especially in the black community, or I would even say certain denominations like, you know, apostolic or Pentecostal, you may hear an altar call being announced that invites you to come up to the altar. The altar is a sacred place before God. So that's what the altar is, where someone else of faith will work with you to receive and accept the Holy Spirit. So this is traditionally speaking how you may, you know, those of us who've been in church or maybe even on TV or, um, you know, if you have any experience in the church, this is my, this might've been how you see things play out. Um, however, that is one way. And that is a common way. I also want you though, to understand that you can also get it. You can also accept the Holy Spirit, you know, anywhere at any time. It can be in your car. You can, you know, be in your car. You can be at home. You can be um, at a prayer group. You can be at a Bible study. You can be doing none of those things and, you know, log out from work and decide that today is my day or you can start your morning early. You can be at the grocery store. I mean, these are just general examples. It does not have to just be in the church in this traditional way. Uh, this traditional way, you are surrounded by support. You are surrounded by people who have the Holy Spirit. You are surrounded by people who are, in most cases, stronger, you know, that are strong in God, especially if you're new. And so it's good to have that support and help. And you guys know I've talked a lot about support and help and just keeping things very basic and simple. When you have support and help, 
it helps you. <laughs> you know, that's in anything that you do. If you are in a book club and you want to read more, being in a book club with other people that read, in most cases, more than you, maybe the same, maybe not at all. It, it's going to help you. Even if it's learned, you know, you're learning, you're going to learn something. So it's important to have that support. And that's one benefit of going into the physical church where there should be other people um, who love God, who are spirit filled, who will work with you. So you don't have to just go up to the altar, the sacred place before God, where someone else of faith is working with you. Um, don't feel like you have to wait for that moment. I want to be very clear. That's not the only way that you can accept and receive the Holy Spirit. However, this is traditionally speaking, um, how it can happen for you, you know, on a Sunday on a weekday that you are physically in a church so that's how that's a couple ways that you can get it and the examples I mentioned you're not limited to that um, like I said I just want to be very very clear you are not limited to just accepting the Holy Spirit at church and we're going to get into this more so why why will what will happen if I go to the altar and ask for help excuse me what will happen if I go to an altar and ask for help what will they do so what does this mean so they will encourage you to surrender all to God by repenting of your sins and asking God to come into your life along with praise and worship. So they will encourage you to surrender all to God by repenting of your sins. Repentance is necessary. You, you want to repent. You need to repent in order to be able to accept the Holy Spirit because you want to be empty. You need to be emptied of the things that are not like God. Carnality. You want to start that process. Um, so you want to surrender all to God by repenting of your sins and asking God to come into your life along with praise and worship. The experience is typically filled with a lot of emotion. So I want to be clear about that. So if you see people, you know, falling back, if you see people crying, Crying, if you see people uh, just filled with emotion, clapping, it's filled with emotion. God is, it's a lot because God is so complex. Remember, this experience is filled with a lot of emotion and at times other physical manifestation when deliverance is taking place. So I don't want to go too deep into this, but you may see things like people throwing up. You may see people uh, snotting up. You may see people, you may see different things happening when deliverance is taking place. Uh, don't let that scare you. And like I said, this is, we're just going to keep it you know, simple, but you may see other physical manifestations when deliverance is taking place as well. Um, how do I know if I've received it? Or if I have it or not. And this is important. I think a lot of people, I wonder, I think a lot of people don't know. You know, they hear this and they're like, well, I'm a good person. Or, you know, I hear God. How do I know if I have the Holy Spirit? So I want to make this plain for you. Fiz some physical signs. And this is just the revelation that God gave me. And there may be more to add to this. But physical signs, um, your body may feel warm. You may begin to feel free and physically lighter. You may feel some tingling in your body, your hands, your feet, your entire body, some physical signs like a warmth in your body um, when you have accepted the Holy Spirit. And again, it does not have to just be at the altar on a Sunday or at a church. OK, so those are just a physical, you know, just examples of a physical sign, along with the emotion that I mentioned in the previous question, um, you know, along with the crying along with you may even feel, you know, free, freer, physically freer in your body. Um, you may feel uh you may do signs of surrendering. So surrender is if you're on your knees at the altar, you know, surrendering acts, you know, you may lift your hands really wide and high. Those are other uh, examples of physical signs. Um, 
that if you have it or not. Those are, can be some physical signs. Those can be some physical signs. And then other signs are tongues, tongues. So you may begin to speak in this heavenly secret language or tongue described in Acts 2 and 4 and 1 Corinthians 14 and 4 and all throughout the Bible. Those are just two examples that the Lord gave me first. I want you to understand that if you don't experience that gift right away, the gift of tongues, that doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to say that again. If I want you to understand that if you don't experience that gift of tongues right away, that doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Spirit. Do not get discouraged. Me, myself personally, uh, my own personal journey, don't know how many people know this, but I had the Holy Spirit and I had to um, tarry long for the gift of tongues. I had to tarry long. I had to... Uh, you know, I was really under eight. I was under 18 when I accepted the Holy Spirit. Um, and I was in high school, middle school and high school. And I had to many times I would turn the shower on before I was getting in. And I had to literally I would be in front of I remember apartment that me and my mom lived in. I would be in front of the toilet and just like tearing, you know, like tearing and tearing for like, you know, just wanting to strengthen the gift, strengthen the gift of tongues. You know, I knew I had the Holy Spirit, but I really wanted the evidence. I was just really hard bent. <laughs> on seeing the evidence with the tongues i really wanted the tongues you know because i was taught and it's true you know that that's just one surefire way one surefire way didn't say the only way that you know that the spirit of god the, the god to live god lives in you excuse me you know that that's one surefire way and i remember i just had to keep practicing i had to keep going for it and what i would do and what i would still do now you know um is i had worship music on at the time i had I'm, I was a different person, a <laughs> different kid, I would say, a different teenager. But I had asked, I remember, for uh, the Juanita Bynum CD. Or maybe I bought that one. I can't remember. I think maybe I got it for Christmas. I, I asked for it and I got it. And, um, you know, at the time, um, it was just a really big worship CD. It's always just, you know, Juanita Bynum is always just like that worship atmosphere and I've always loved her and I would just play that CD and just play other worship songs loud as I could and like I said I would typically before I was getting in the shower or whatever um it, you know I would just continue to um just build up on that most holy faith build up on that most holy faith and that's what the scripture tells us the scripture encourages us to do that to build yourself up on your most holy faith and how you do that is you read the word you know you practice you tune fine tune and not literally and just you know um sitting there kind of tearing and, and, and asking for, but you read your word as well. You know, you read your word, you fill yourself up with God and his spirit and his word. You, you get around that um, as much as you can. And I just had to keep practicing it because I knew I had it, but I, I wasn't feeling sure at the time because I wanted the tongues. I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't feeling as sure. Now, this is real new, fresh, <laughs> fresh in the faith as well. But I knew that the tongues solidified it. You know, that's what I was taught. The tongue solidified it and I wanted it. So not just that, that I was taught that, but I wanted that evidence. I wanted that seal. I wanted that mark. And I encourage you to uh, go for it. <laughs> in layman terms, I encourage you to go for that gift of tongues. I encourage you to ask God for it. It is not exclusive to just me because I have a podcast. It's not exclusive to just your pastor. It's not ex exclusive to just those that are uh, called to be ministers or, or evangelists or apostles or anything. It can be for you as well. Um, whatever God has gifted you to do, I want to encourage you to go for it. Go for it and ask God to give you that gift because you know what? It edifies your spirit. It's a secret code language between God and you. Um, it speaks things that sometimes you naturally don't know to speak. 
Um, it intercedes on your behalf, as I mentioned. I mean, truly, it's your spirit communing with God. It is the enemy don't know that language. <laughs> That's another one. The enemy doesn't know that language. So it's secret communication between you and God. It's 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 cold word. You know how you with your friends and it's like, okay, y'all can see something or look at something and bust out laughing and the people around you may not have a clue. You know, literally, like it can be something simple or you can say something to people to a person and y'all got it it's cold word it's lingo and that's one reason why i love it because the enemy ain't got no say so in it he has no end and on top of that sometimes when you don't have the words to speak you feel like you're just not smart enough the holy spirit is interceding for you it's got you it's the best teacher it's the best god it's almost like a mom a good mom a good father a good grandparent you know to us that you know when we're kids it's like okay i know better than you met you know trust me i just need you to trust me the holy spirit you can trust it it will intercede on your behalf you don't have to know it all you don't have to have all the words you don't have to say i'm all right <laughs> like me you know what i'm saying i don't always say things right you don't have to pronounce it you know pronounce things right you don't have to get it all right but the spirit will intercede it's eloquent it's rich in knowledge it has all the big swelling words it's all of those things the spirit is all of those things the tongues is all of those things having the spirit and the tongues are all of those things and i want to encourage you to accept the holy spirit to ask for the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you to ask God for the gift of tongues. Go all the way. I'm a I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. <laughs> I'm going to encourage you go all the way. Give it all that you have. Don't just stop at the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the spirit of tongues. And sharpen your knowledge. Sharpen yourself in that. Sharpen that. Um, keep building yourself up on your most holy faith. As I mentioned. you know, Make sure that you are reading your word. Make sure that you are fasting. Which we will get into maybe later. Make sure that you're praying. Get around other people who serve God you know get around other people who want to be holy and acceptable and righteous and, and holy as God is holy that's how you sharpen the gift don't be upset if everything don't go perfect or you make a mistake after you accept the Holy Spirit after you begin speaking in tongues don't get upset with yourself you have to sharpen you have to build yourself up on your most holy faith that's what that means that means feeding your soul feeding your spirit renewing your mind all of those things okay guys it means a, it means so much and so this was very important to get out and I know the Lord wanted me to get it out. And if you follow me on Instagram, if you are a part of the Temple Fuel Instagram community, you know, I have been talking about the Holy Spirit uh, big time and I will keep doing it until God tells me to move on <laughs> or if he tells me to move on. Um, but we got to have the Holy Spirit and we should want the spirit of tongues because we need an advocate. We need we need that that Holy Spirit to intercede for us. There's so much going on in the world and sometimes we don't know what to say. You know, sometimes we get overwhelmed and it's normal. It's natural because we live in this this world. I mean, we experience things. We see the deaths. We see the shooting. We see the chaos. You know, sometimes we have personal things going on in our life on top of the things that no matter how much you try to show to yourself, you know, I don't even watch the news, <laughs> you know, but even in, in the, you know, you still have to be aware. So it's just so many things. And we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to make right decisions. We need the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. We need the Holy Spirit so that we're holy and acceptable. We need the Holy Spirit to really disciple and be in God's army. You know, we need the gift of tongues so that we have, you know, that special gift that's interceding for us on our behalf. We need that that gift to help us as we are helping others and to just help us. Sometimes we just need help. We need that. And so... 
I want to encourage you guys to, if you have, if you have not accepted the Holy Spirit, to begin that process to accept the Holy Spirit, to begin that process to get the gift of tongues. <laughs> and I do pray that this this particular episode that it blessed you, that it made sense. Go back, re, you know, rewind if you need to go rewind. Um, I will include every scripture that I that I can fit in <laughs> into the show notes. If you want more, please, please email me. I am Jim Monica at gmail.com or Monica 200917 at yahoo.com and say, look, you missed something or I don't think they're all there and I will give those to you. Um, but I love you guys. Make sure you like this episode. Follow, subscribe, share it with someone. Leave a comment if you have been listening and these episodes are helping you in any way. Leave a comment so I know if there's any feedback, if there's any particular topics that you want to uh, focus on, email me. I am Jim Monica at gmail.com or Monica 200917 at yahoo.com. Don't always get to my DMs, but if you're part of the Instagram community, the Temple Fuel community, send me a DM. And as soon as I get it, I will, you know, let you know I've seen it and make a note of it. Um, let me know if you have any topics that you want to cover. I will take those. I will see God, um, you know, on your behalf and, and ask God for revelation so we can cover those. But who is the Holy Spirit and what can having it really do for me? I want to encourage you to accept the Holy Spirit if you haven't. Accept the gift of tongues if you have it to keep sharpening it and building up on your most holy faith. And I will talk to you guys later.